0: Praise God. Thank you for tuning in again to the Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland podcast. This is Pastor Tim McLaughlin. Uh, I'm so excited to be sharing with you again this week. Hope everybody survived the winter storm of 2021. Oh my gosh, last week was crazy. Um, Just when we thought, boy, we got all this ice and then it was snow on top of ice and then it was ice on top of snow and but uh, praise God, we survived. God is good, and um, I'm just—I hope that uh, everybody's got power back, that you got heat back, that uh, it's warming up up outside, and uh, summer is on the way. In Jesus' name. So we've been talking for several weeks. I think for about the last six weeks, we've been talking about uh, the gifts of God, and um, last week we finished up with, um, the offices, the, the, the gifts of, of, uh, of the son where Jesus, as we looked at and we broke these down into three different areas, the gifts of the father, uh, that we found over in Romans 12. Then we looked at the gifts of the son, the gifts of Jesus, that he gave us the offices that we find in Ephesians. Um, and then now today we're going to look at, uh, spiritual gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that, um, we see that Paul shares with us. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7-10, through Paul says, "...the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. Now, I'll say this. I believe that a uh, few things, a uh, few different areas of the Bible have caused more controversy as, as the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and I say that because when you look at a lot of the denominations, And they teach from the Word of God. Many denominations do not teach on the gifts of the Holy Spirit because many, uh, whether lack of belief or lack of knowledge, do not teach on these gifts or even talk about them. And so it's important that we understand the gifts of the Spirit. I believe that many churches will talk about um, the offices, many will talk about the, the gifts of the pastor, many will talk about the gift of the evangelist, uh, few will talk about the the gift of the prophet because they believe that some of these things are not relevant for today, But but I believe just the opposite. I believe that these gifts are more relevant today and more in need today than any time before. Um, when I think about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, I, I remember a time in my life when I was struggling, even in the church, I had made a decision to go forward and ask Jesus Christ to come into my heart and into my life. But I struggled for two and a half years after making that decision. I struggled with alcoholism. And the reason was, is the denominational church I was in did not talk about the gifts of of the holy spirit they, they never talked about the holy spirit and it wasn't until um 98 when i began to go to a an assembly of god church a spirit-filled church that i begin to study i begin to learn about the gifts and the power of the holy spirit um and and, and it, that made all the difference in the world in my life so as we break down the area that, that again i refer to as the gift of the holy spirit We're going to not only look at these nine distinct gifts, but we're also going to look at the division of these gifts into three distinct categories. So again, uh, just to, to, to reiterate some things as we've looked at these, understand there is one God. There is only one God, but he's distinct and unique. In three different areas, the gifts of the, uh, the the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So one God, three unique parts, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We've looked at what I have called the gifts of the Father. We have looked at the gifts of the Son, and now we're looking at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But we understand they all come from God. Now within the gifts of the Holy Spirit... To, to make it better for us to understand, we're gonna break these gifts down, these nine spiritual gifts that I just named to you, we're gonna break them down into three distinct parts or three distinct categories of gifts. So we're gonna divide these, these gifts uh, spiritually into three categories. Uh, the revelation category, the power category, and the inspiration category. The Apostle Paul says in verse uh, number 11 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he says, but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he, as who? As God, as the Holy Spirit desires, as he wills. So understand this is all of these gifts are here for the asking But God gives to each one as He will. So the Spirit chooses what gifts each and every individual is given. If we have a special yearning in our heart for a particular area of ministry or particular area uh, of ministry gift, according to the Scriptures, it is okay. It is actually recommended that we pray for this gift as long as we're praying according to the Word of God um, and, and as long as we understand, we're not trying to use this gift for our benefit, but for his benefit, um, then we can leave the decision up to God. So as we move into this third area of the gifts of God, um, let me, let me take back once more to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse six, where he says, there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all and all. It's the same God that works all in all. It's the same God that gives us these gifts, and it's the same God that works through these gifts. It's the same God that we can ask of God to give us these gifts as long as we're doing according to His will. So I hope that makes sense. So let's break this down as we begin to look at these nine gifts, and we're going to divide them into three categories. And the first category we're going to talk about are the revelation gifts. The revelation gifts. So the first revelation gift, let me let me say this. When you think of Revelation, think of the book of Revelation, the, the last book in our canonized Bible. The last book is called the Book of Revelation. What is the book of Revelation? It is a letter written by the Apostle John, in which God has given John a revelation. He's, he's shown John some things that are still yet to come. They're, they're, they're things that they could not be revealed to man without the, the assistance of God showing them to us. So I make that, uh, I try to make that as clear as I can. So as we talk about these revelation gifts, these are gifts given to us by God through the Holy Spirit, um, so so there are things that we could not receive without him. So the first revelation gift that we're going to look at is the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom. Now, wisdom is a, a trait or a character, it's a it's a discipline of thought life. Okay, so so this is not rocket scientist. That, that, that God gives to certain people wisdom. But understand, think think about Einstein. Think about um gosh, I don't know. We, we could think about so many intelligent people that have come up with so many mathematics and 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 um you know those that have, have have been instrumental in getting uh the rocket to the moon and and space shuttles and all these things i mean there have been so many such intelligent people and we understand they may not understand this but they've been given that wisdom that 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 gift of thought by god but there's also a special gift of the spirit which comes through uh speaking and utterance of wisdom so it's not just our thought life but it's this wisdom that comes directly from God that we speak forth as a a person under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The gift of a word of wisdom is from the knowledge that God gives. And this type of wisdom cannot be gained through study or experience. So again, uh, there is wisdom that comes through studying experience that that we have seen many men again like like Einstein and others that have that have had such wisdom but we understand that wisdom can only come from God but then there is a spiritual gift that comes from God that that, that is when we speak forth the utterance and this is this is comes from people that um they, they you can't study this you can't read books enough about this it just comes directly from God. The word of wisdom is the revealing of a prophetic future under the anointing of God. I want to say that again. The word of wisdom, the gift of a word of wisdom is the revealing of a prophetic future under the anointing of God. In the Old Testament, Every seer, and we talked about this when we talked about prophecy, but every seer and every prophet who foretold the future was endowed with this gift. We also see the gift at work in the New Testament among the early church. In Acts chapter uh, 15, verse 13, 13 through 21, James is speaking under the anointing of God to give a word of wisdom concerning the matter of the inclusion of non Jews into the church. James is speaking under the unction, under the gift of a word of wisdom, speaking to those Gentiles as, 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 as regarding bringing them into the folder, into the church the the gift of a word of wisdom involves having a sense of divine direction being led by the holy spirit in certain circumstances acting appropriately and rightly applying the knowledge you're you're sharing in a given situation so let me let me make it kind of practical. So when we think about it being a future, uh, something that is a prophetic future, there have been some several times actually in my ministry that um, I've been counseling or I've been ministering uh, either at a church or here on the campus of Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland and um, I, I can see somebody that is struggling with receiving from God and God will give me an unction... Uh, to speak to them of something regarding their future. Now, this is one of those things that's kind of difficult because how do you know that it's from God? You won't know until it it comes to pass, until it bears fruit. But it, it will speak something to them that is already birthed inside of them. So again, this is not a gift that can be earned. It's a supernatural impartation of facts that can only be known by the Holy Spirit. The gift of a word of wisdom is not... Um, uh, the same as having godly wisdom for daily living, but it comes through prayer. So, so when I speak forth the word of wisdom, the person I'm speaking forth this word to, it's going to bear witness with their spirit because maybe it's things that they have already been praying about. Maybe it's something that God's already placed into them. I, I think of uh, ladies that have come through here, and all they've heard throughout their life is that they would never amount to so, to anything. They would never uh, succeed at anything. They 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 were never going to be good enough to do something but yet god has placed something inside of them jeremiah 1 5 he says i knew you before you in your mother's womb and i i anointed you i bestowed upon you so god has put something inside of them and then god will use me or he'll use somebody else that is operating in the gift of word of wisdom to speak to this person and say listen god has already made a way for you to do such and such i remember one lady in particular And I said something to her that God wanted her to do. And and she looked at me and she said, there's no way that could ever take place. I I don't even have the qualifications to do that. And and I said, listen, I said, if God has called you to do it, God has already made the way for it to come to pass. But she began to weep and she began to cry because it was something God had already placed in her spirit. And today that young lady is on the mission field because that was the word that God had already placed in her heart and it was a word that god had given me to speak over her that god wanted her to go and to reach the nations she graduated adult and teen challenge at the upper cumberland she went and she 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 ended up marrying a man that uh, that, that was called to the mission field and today they are on the mission field doing the work of the ministry and, and she has called me she said pastor you were speaking uh under the the gift of the spirit when god told you that That was nothing that I could have known in my own strength. There's nothing that I could have studied to do that. But it was God speaking through me to give her this word, this prophetic word, this, this word for her divine future under the gift of a word of wisdom. The second area when we talk about revelation gifts is the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge. Now, just like the word of wisdom, we talked about there are people that, that have learned um, scholarly wisdom. There are people that have, have learned knowledge, uh, the scholarly knowledge, but, but this particular knowledge that he's talking about is not the learning through books or education, but it's a utterance of divine knowledge. The word of knowledge is a revealing of a fact in existence. Let me say that again. The word of knowledge, the gift of the word of knowledge is the revealing of a fact in existence which can can only be supernaturally revealed. It cannot be seen or heard or known naturally. When when I think about the gift of a word of knowledge, and again, these are are things that, that only by the Holy Spirit could I operate in. But these are things that are pertaining to a current or past situation in someone's life. Um, I remember one particular situation, and this has happened several times, again, where I'm counseling with someone and they're struggling to believe that God really wants them to be healed. God really wants them to be delivered. God really wants them to... to, uh, to to know that he is there for them, but they are struggling in believing these things because of their past, because of things they've done. And so God has given me a word of knowledge to speak to them. And one young lady in particular I was sitting uh, in my office and we were counseling, And she was just angry, and she was bitter, and she was struggling with receiving from myself and the staff. And the Lord told me to tell her about a time when she was about four years old of a particular instance that had happened in her life. And I spoke to her, and I said, God wants me to tell you when you were four, and I told her exactly what had happened, And she began to weep and she began to cry. And she said, how is it possible, uh, Pastor Tim, that you know that? Now, this girl was in her 30s by this time. And she said, how is it possible that you would know that, Pastor Tim? And I said, only if God would have told me. She said, my mom does not even know. She said, nobody, none of my best friends, nobody knows what you just said. It is not possible for you to know those things. And and, and this began to break some things loose in her and she began to trust God because she knew it was only by the word of knowledge, the gift of a word of knowledge, that I could speak to her and tell her those things. When we look at the Bible, the prophet Nathan in the Old Testament is working under the gift of a word of knowledge when he came to King David and he revealed to King David something that only David knew and it had to do with David's affair with Bathsheba. David and Bathsheba had kept it quiet. David had even tried to trick Bathsheba's husband Uriah into going and, and having uh, intercourse with her so that she, he, he, they would think that it was his son. But um, Uriah was a noble man and he would not do it. But nobody else in the whole kingdom knew uh, that, that Bathsheba was pregnant uh, by David's child until the prophet Nathan operating in the gift of a word of knowledge, came and spoke to David about these things. We also see in the New Testament, in Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, that the apostle Peter, operating under the anointing of the Spirit of God, began to confront Ananias and Sapphira about their gift that they were given to the church. Now listen, understand this. If you go and read in Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, Ananias and Sapphira had sold some property that they had, and they wanted to give a large donation to the church. And there's nothing wrong with that. It was their money to do with what they want. What happened was is they begin to sin because they begin to tell the church that the amount that they were given was, was 100% of the amount that they sold the property for. This is not true. They were only given a percentage. They were only given a partial portion of what they had sold the property for. If they would have just been honest and said, "Hey, this is—we're given a percentage. We're given a tithe, or we're given an offering," then they would not have suffered uh, the 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 death that they ended up suffering. It wasn't that God wanted or expected them to give all, but they lied when they said that they were going to give all. So under the anointing of the gift of the word of knowledge, Peter spoke to them and gave them opportunity to be honest about the gift that they were given. But because both of them lied, both of them suffered death, because of this, this, this lie that they were telling. But, but Peter only knew really what they had sold the property for because of the gift of a word of knowledge. Uh, a word of knowledge is a, uh, a definite conviction, impression, or knowledge that comes as a mental picture or a dream uh, or, or scripture that is quickening a person that can only be given by the Holy Spirit. In other words, you know, only only through the Holy Spirit can 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 we be quickened to understand uh, these these particular things that, that God is wanting to uh, share with us. Um, the word of knowledge, the gift of a word of knowledge, is a statement inspired by the Holy Spirit that reveals the knowledge of a person or a person's circumstances or a biblical truth that likely would not have been known or understood if it were not for God. It is a statement inspired by the Holy Spirit to reveal something about a person or a person's circumstances or a biblical truth that there's no way that could have been understood unless it was by God. The third area of the revelation gifts by God is the gift of discerning of spirits. The gift of discerning of spirits. This is a supernatural ability to determine whether you are, are hearing uh, or whether what you are hearing is from God, from the devil, or from man. So so it's a supernatural ability to determine whether what you're hearing is from God we we see this uh pl- coming to pass in the Bible if you have your Bible with you we can see this quickly uh, go to acts chapter 10 acts chapter 10 beginning in verse number 30 acts chapter 10 beginning in verse number 30 it says, So Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour, and at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, and your alms are remembered in the sight of God. Send, therefore, to Joppa and call Simon here, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging in the house of Simon a tanner by the sea. When he comes, he will speak to you. So I sent to you immediately, and you have done well to come. So here we see that this is from God, that that the only way that Cornelius would have known that this is from God is by the fact that how would he have known to call Peter? How would he have known where Peter was staying? And also now that Peter has come, how would Peter have known to come unless it was from God? Another way of discerning the spirits that we can see is when it comes from the devil, when it, when it comes from Satan. Acts chapter 16, verse 16 through 18, it says, Now it happened as we went in prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her master's much profit by fortune telling the girl followed paul and cried out saying these men are the servants of the most high god who proclaim to us the way of salvation this young lady uh demon possessed was speaking about paul and silas that they were they were sent by god to speak forth uh, how men would be saved. How would this young girl know who Paul and Silas were unless there's the, a the, the spirit was speaking through her, but it was a it was a demonic spirit that was speaking through her to tell uh, the people in the town who Paul and Silas were. And then another area, the third area that we're going to look at regarding discernment is when it comes from man. Acts chapter 8, beginning in verse number 8, 18, Acts chapter 8, beginning in verse number 18, says, when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, give me this power also that anyone whom I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, your money perish with you because your thought that the gift could be purchased with money. So here we have this, this man, this, this, this new convert, this, this man that operated in sorcery who had got saved, but he sees Paul laying hands on people and these people being filled with the Holy Spirit. So this sorcerer, this former sorcerer, Simon, thought that he could buy this gift. But, but Simon Peter understanding that it was a man speaking out of ignorance. And then Peter uh, confronted the man and told him that he could not buy the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we see this discernment that can come from God that we saw through Cornelius. We see this um, discernment that Paul saw because of this young lady speaking the things that she could only speak, um, but but it was by a demonic spirit or by man. We, we see that you know Peter understood that this man was just ignorant of what he was saying. So it is not the discerning of demons, but it is the discerning of the human spirit, whether it is good or bad. With the gift of discerning the spirits, you can look straight through a person and know whether this person is telling the truth or not. The discernment of spirits distinguishes between outward appearances and inward realities. The discernment of spirits is indeed uh, needed to distinguish the spirit of God from the spirit of man or evil spirits. The Bible warns that during the times, uh, the end times, false teachers will come and they will be misrepresenting. Biblical truths, and only those with the gift of discerning of spirits will be able to, to understand that this is these are false teachers and they are they are sharing lies. The gift of discerning of spirits protects and guards the Christian life. There are some ways that we can test the spirit. One way to test the Spirit is to observe what a person does. To observe what a person does. If, again, go to Matthew chapter 7 in your Bibles. Let's look at this. Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 15, he says, There is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those are the things which defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. This is Jesus speaking, and he says, What comes out of a person will defile that person. Um, When we observe what a person says, uh, we can discern whether this is from God or not. Uh, Go to 1 John, 1 John chapter 4, 1 John chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God, that every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. So we can test the Spirit of God by whether the person will confess Jesus Christ uh, as the 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 Christ we can also observe whether the person exalts Jesus or not and we see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 beginning in verse number 3 where he says therefore i make known to you that no one speaking by the spirit of god calls jesus accursed and no one can say that jesus is lord except by the holy spirit so we can test the spirits, by discernment, by whether a person can call Jesus Christ Lord. So these are three revelation gifts that we see found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. Again, it is important that we understand these gifts because these gifts will help us as we walk throughout this life in these last days. So pray that God would give you these gifts so that you also can help others to come to a greater knowledge of the things of God that their lives would be changed and transformed for His glory. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to stop there. We'll pick this up next week as we'll break down the other three areas of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are the power gifts. So we'll look at the power gifts next week. I hope that you have a great week. Let me pray for you. Father God, I pray that you go with each and everyone that's listening. Continue continue to increase in them a greater understanding of your word father they would be built up in their most holy faith to go and to do that which you have called them to do and father we give you praise for it because we ask these things in jesus name amen amen god bless you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon